A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will look after and tend my sheep. As a shepherd tends his flock when he finds himself among his scattered sheep, so will I tend my sheep. I will rescue them from every place where they were scattered when it was cloudy and dark. I myself will pasture my sheep. I myself will give them rest, says the Lord God. The lost I will seek out. The strayed I will bring back. The injured I will bind up. The sick I will heal. But the sleek and the strong I will destroy, shepherding them rightly. As for you, my sheep, says the Lord God, I will judge between one sheep and another between rams and goats. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, 
Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall all be brought to life, but each one in proper order. Christ, the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. When everything is subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to the one who subjected everything to him, so that God may be all in all. The word of the Lord. said to his disciples, when the Son of Man comes in glory, in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit upon the glorious throne, and all the nations will assemble before him, and he will separate them one from, one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at, on his right and the goats on his left. 
Then the king will say to those on the right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you, for you from the foundation of the world. For, it was, for I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you gave me clothes. Ill, and you cured, cared for me in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least brothers of mine you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you give me no food. I was thirsty, and you give me no drink. A stranger, and you give me no welcome. Naked, and you give me no clothing ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and not minister to, to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for the least ones you did not do for me. And these will go off into eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus So we are in the last week of the church's liturgical year. Next Sunday, we'll begin a new season of Advent, and we're preparing ourselves for Christmas by the snowfall this morning. But the Lord is revealing himself as the king of the universe. The Lord Jesus, again, coming in his majesty with all the angels in glory. This is a culmination, really, of all that has happened throughout the Gospels of the year where the Lord's miracles and teachings reveal his majesty. He's reigning as king now, but we don't see that fulfilled in this world, right? It's already, but not yet fulfilled. In his kingdom, as he said to Pilate at one moment, his kingdom is not of this world. And we'll see what is his kingdom like as we listen to the prayer of the, the mass today and the preface prayer especially. For there will hear said, the eternal priest and king of all creation, that by offering himself on the altar of the cross, he might accomplish the mysteries of human redemption and making all created things subject to his rule, he might present to the immensity of your majesty, speaking to offering to the Father, the immensity of your majesty, an eternal and universal kingdom, a kingdom of truth and life, 
a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. Beautiful qualities of the Lord's kingdom, eternal and universal, truth and life, holiness and grace, justice, love, and peace. All what the Lord wants to bring about as we cooperate with him, as we follow him. And think of that title, King of the Universe. Think about that universe that we know. We know some things about our universe and more things keep surprising us in science and understanding. Right now we could say that the universe is roughly 90 plus billion light years across. That's 90 billion times 5.88 trillion miles across. And that would be 529 sextillion miles across or 529 with 21 zeros after it. It's hard to comprehend, isn't it? And yet the Lord is greater by far over that universe and over all that. Everything that's been created was through him and for him. And his lordship again, controlling all things under his, his majesty. So no political leader, no military leader is greater than our Lord. He's King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And even though we don't see things all the way we wish they would be, we come to, again, surrender to his kingship. Think of the scene of Jesus before Pilate, what Pilate could not see. Jesus said to him, my kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my subjects would be fighting to save me from being handed over. As it is, my kingdom is not here. And Pilate said, so then you are a king. Jesus said, it is you who say I am a king. The reason I was born, the reason why I came into the world is to testify to the truth. Anyone committed to the truth hears my voice. And Pilate gave that unforgettable response, truth, what does that mean? Pilate was standing right before the one who is truth himself, but he was blind to that. He could not see who Jesus really is. And then we see the first person who made a formal pronouncement of Jesus being a king, of the good thief, as we call him, who was crucified next to Jesus, the one who said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He could see who Jesus was. He could honor him. And he received the wonderful promise from our Lord when he said, today you will be with me in paradise. To be able to see Jesus for who he really is, the truth of who he is, allows us to live more the life of the kingdom. His kingdom needs to begin in our minds, our hearts, our wills, our actions, to let his truth guide us, his love motivate us, his will inspire our actions. Letting Jesus be Lord of more areas of my whole life, let him again be crowned on the throne of our soul. That's what the Lord desires for us. And we see that in the gospel, we have this scene of the final judgment 
for the Lord is a shepherd king. He's there with all the nations, every person that's ever been created. And as a shepherd, he separates them, the sheep from the goats. And he again calls them to, to himself. St. John of the Cross, the great Carmelite doctor of the church, once said that in the evening of life, we will all be examined by love. In the evening of life, we'll all be examined by love. The Lord who is love himself will be the one that examines us. And just like a good professor who might give the question for the final exam, Jesus has revealed what we're going to be examined on. How have we loved the Lord and one another? How have we cared for the poor? How have we fed the hungry? How have we, again, allowed the Lord's love to move in us and through us? He desires that we would be with him forever. And he leaves us free to choose to love or not to love. So as we celebrate the Eucharist on this Christ the King solemnity, let's thank the Lord for revealing himself, revealing his kind of kingdom, inviting us to share in that life. If we follow him, if we let him be Lord and ruin on the throne of our hearts, we'll be more likely to hear that wonderful greeting when we stand before him. Come, blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Come and share your master's joy. <laughs>